You're listening to the Journey to Launch podcast, a bonus slash emergency episode about how you can get your employer to possibly pay $5,250 towards your student loans before the end of the year. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, journeyers, I am bringing to you a bonus slash emergency episode because I need to get this out to you before the end of the year so you can try to implement this. Now, I want to give you some background on what's going on. So Lynette Kafani-Cox was on episode 151 of the podcast originally where she talked about the CARES Act. She read the entire bill and broke it down for us on that episode about all the things we need to know to help us financially in the CARES Act. Now, recently, Lynette posted on her Twitter something that a lot of people did not know. She posted that if you are an employee with student loans, which is most people, then your employer can actually pay up to $5,250 towards your student loan until the end of the year, December 31st, 2020, and the payments are not taxable to you and your employer gets a tax break. Now, there are some stipulations and things around it, but that's something a lot of people did not know. I didn't know this. And so when she tweeted this, it basically went viral. I also shared it on my Instagram. And that post I shared on my Instagram, you know, the comments, the likes, the shares, it it was going crazy because people did not know this was possible for them. And of course, there were a lot of questions, you know, am I eligible for this? You know, how do I approach my employer? How do I know, how do I know that my employer will participate? All the things. And so I immediately saw that I needed to get Lynette on the line, on the phone to have a really quick interview about the questions that people ask. So that way you can be equipped to go in confidently and ask your employer about this. And in fact, even on the Instagram post that I created, there were people that said, hey, I actually like went and asked my employer and they said yes. Some people said it didn't work, but you know, some people said it did. And so I was like, you know what, this is really like great information that can help a lot of people. I have to like put it on the podcast so that you can possibly implement this before the end of the year. And so Lynette is going to talk more about the questions that people had, like the most asked questions and just give you more context around this. And my goal for you is that after this, taking the information and evaluating your situation, you can now go to your employer and see if they can do this for you. But remember, you have to do this before the end of the year, December 31st, 2020. Also in the episode show notes, I'll include, there is a email template to send to your employer. I'll include the link to that. And also share this with someone who will benefit from this information. And we'll talk more at the end of the interview with Lynette. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or you can click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode to get the full episode show notes. Now, if you are a new listener to the podcast or an OG journeyer, I've created a jumpstart guide to help you on your journey to financial freedom. It includes the top episodes to listen to, the stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources to help you, and so much more. Get it for free by texting LAUNCH to 33777. Text LAUNCH to 33777 or go to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart to get your guide for free right now.
Okay, let's hop into the episode. Okay, journeyers, I have a special treat. I have back on the podcast, Lynette Kalfani-Cox. Um, Lynette came on the podcast to talk all about the CARES Act and what we should know about the economic stimulus package when it was passed. Um, I have to bring up that episode for you guys and I'll put it in the show notes here. But why I'm really excited Lynette is here is because Lynette, you made a post recently that went viral. <laughs> it went totally viral. I reposted it and we're going to talk about what that post is. And I said, like, you know what? I feel like I have to like do something like additional content on this so that everyone, especially journeyers, know that this is a thing and that they need to hop on it before the end of the year. So you made a post all about student loans and, you know, student loans, it's, it's a hot topic right now. Um, it impacts everyone, but I feel like nowadays it's getting so much more just attention. And you said, and I, I guess I should let you say it, but you talked about um, something amazing that some people don't know that they can get their student loans paid for by the employer. So I'll let you, I don't want to like steal the thunder. You tell us what you wrote that went so viral. <laughs> so the gist of what I wrote is to tell people, did you know that you can get your employer to make tax-free contributions to pay off a big chunk of your student loan debt uh, to the tune of $5,250 before the end of the year, before December 31st, 2020. And that not only is it not taxable income to you, but the employer gets a tax break for their generosity. And so apparently a lot of people didn't know about this little, you know, provision tucked away in the CARES Act. And yes, it went viral everywhere on, you know, Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, et cetera. And people started sharing like crazy and like, no, this is not real. This is, this is for real. And I'm like, yes, it's a real thing. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Well, let me tell you. So I shared it on my Twitter and I'm on Twitter, but not as much, but I shared it on my Instagram. And let me tell you, I think that like, if I probably look back, it's probably going to be one of my most um, commented on posts. Like I'm sure it's going to be like top 10 of the whole year for my Instagram. And I had over, let's see, 20, about 20, over 2,300 comments. Um, oh, actually that's a lie. Um, I had 160 comments. Some of that was me responding 2,300 likes on it. And I say that all to say people were really just like, wait, what is this? And how come I did not know about this? So one, how is this different from anything that was available before? Because I know that some employers do pay for like, you know, towards education for their, for their employees. So how is this different? Right. So it's absolutely the case that there's already employer provided things like tuition assistance. Um, an employer can pay for your books if you're in school, stuff like that. Yes, that's already existed. But this is something new and different. It's an expansion of employer provided uh, educational assistance only via the CARES Act. And since Congress passed the CARES Act in March, on March 27th, 2020, from that date on through the end of 2020 only, so again, until December 31st, 2020, any contributions that the employer makes to pay off your student loans is added to that $5,250 cap. So um, one of the questions some people asked or that we got as well was, wait a minute, I'm already getting some to pay off, to pay towards tuition or something. Are you telling me this is something different or can I get my employer to pay both? And the short answer is yes, you can actually get your employer to pay both 
maybe if they want to pay something towards your education, if you're you know taking a class or something right now, um, likely online <laughs> given COVID. Um, but the fact is the cap, the overall total is maxed out at $5,250 in terms of getting educational assistance from your employer. Yes. And yes. so some people are like, what happens if, it, if it's more than that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, what happens if they pay more than that is that that amount in excess of $5,250 for educational assistance will be included as wages. So it'll be in box one of your W-2 form that you get. And um, you will have to pay taxes on that money. So, but anything up to that $5,250, yeah, you you get it tax-free. Which is amazing because this is literally, if you have existing student loans and your employer has a program already. So there are some stipulations that I want to talk through. I got so many questions and, you know, um, we don't have you all day, but I tried to get the most uh, asked questions to ask you here. But one of the things was, well, okay, if I already had student loans, um, you know, does this count? Can I use this for thing student loans I got or acquired before I even became the, you know, an employee of this employer? Right. So my understanding is, yes, that it does, um, that those loans are eligible as well. And one thing we should make clear, though, because this one is a very um, important point. This is for federal student loans. This is not for private loans. And again, a lot of the benefits that were afforded on the student loan front via the CARES Act specifically talked about federal loans exclusively. So if you had a direct loan, a direct consolidation loan, a Stafford loan, a subsidized or unsubsidized Stafford loan, um, those kinds of loans, even a parent loan, as long as it's held by the U.S. Department of Education, that counts as a federally held or federal student loan. Um, So, yeah, a lot of people wanted to know because, again, this is a a sort of hidden, if you will, provision of among the 800 plus pages in the CARES Act, I think that people did hear about the fact that if you have federal student loans, that those loan payments were paused. First, it was until September 30th, and then they extended that through December 31st, 2020 as well, meaning that if you have federal loans, you don't have to make any payments and there's 0% interest on that. So you're not racking up additional debts or fees, anything like that. But um, yes, it's, 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 you know, a lot of good news all around, but some loans do qualify and others do not. And your employer does have to have a program already in place. So that yes. was the, the other major question that people had. So, so what does the employer have to do? This is one of the big questions. So under section 127 of the Internal Revenue Code, that's where this is all coming from. This is the part that's being expanded. Uh, the employer does have to have set up a plan to provide educational assistance to employees. There's also a couple of other things that the employer has to do. So first, if your employer already does have a plan, and many employers do have this, like I said already, they have to update that plan and include language in it to specifically cover the CARES Act and this expansion to be able to provide assistance in the form of paying off student loans. So that language in their plan would have to be updated. Frankly, it ain't that complicated. It's not terribly complex, but yeah, it's some paperwork that has to be done. Um, Additionally, the employer has to, you know, check off a a couple of other boxes. Um, One is they can't discriminate 
um, against uh, employees, regardless of whether or not they're highly compensated, et cetera. They can't discriminate in favor of those highly compensated employees, to be exact. They have to advertise or like give notice of the plan to employees. They have to say this exists and here are the terms under which you can get student loan repayment assistance. So that's what essentially the employer has to do on their end. Right. And so a lot of great questions came up then. Okay. How do I even bring this to my employer? I know like, so the, when I posted this, this was like what last week, you know, we are in December already hoping to get this content out on the podcast and on social media um, soon, but we really only have like three weeks left <laughs> to the end of the year. So um, what are the next steps for someone listening and thinking, okay, I think my employer has a plan. I'm not sure. How do I, what, what should I do next to make sure I can get this in if I can get some of this student loan, uh, know, forgiven or paid for. Right. So since the employer must actually make the payment by 1159 PM on December 31st, um, you got to get on the ball immediately. So what you want to do is first go to your human resources department and ask an HR or benefits person. They would be the individual most likely to know whether or not your company has an existing education assistance program. You can certainly ask your boss or somebody like that as well, but you know, chances are that the HR or benefits person will be extremely well-versed in knowing the perks and benefits that your company or your organization offers. So you wanna ask that person. If they don't have it, you can actually ask them if they would consider creating it. Now, again, obviously I'm not gonna <laughs> say that it's a terribly good chance of them saying, oh yeah, we're going to pull this together real quick in the next, in the last three weeks of the year, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and everything else. Um, what I've been hearing from people who have heard a no, I've heard of many people who got a yes, like, ooh, I'm so happy. Thank you. You know, um, and their employer said, yeah, we're willing to do this. We already have a plan. We'll just update it and we'll, you know, pay you some money out by December 31st. Um, the ones that say no, it's typically because they don't already have a plan and they might feel like, oh, can we pull this off in time? And it might seem to them to be complicated or cumbersome. There's actually a, a company uh, that helps organizations to do it and it can help them to do it quickly, Education Loan Finance. And that was the um, resource that you referenced that I gave people their uh, link to their website and their uh, letters because they even put together a template for employees. And basically it's like an email script and it pretty much says something like, Hey, I heard about this benefit um, via the cares act where an employer can pay off, you know, up to $5,250 of uh, an employee's student loans. You know, I have student loans. I would greatly benefit from that. Um, do we have a program like this? And, or would you guys be willing to, do this, you know, I'm interested in this and it would be a great help to me. That's kind of the gist of what the the, the, the letter or the email might say to an employer. Um, and it's a very, very good start. I will link that letter in the show notes for this and wherever I can so that people can get access to that and like send it right away to the um, employer. So a couple questions that came up, which I thought were really good. And I hope we can like kind of just get answers to if you know them sure. is that um, so this was a good one. It's like, what's in it for the employer? So some people are like, why would my employer do this for me? Okay. The employer get a, gets a tax break. Also, this is a tax free contribution when they're spending this money to help the employee. In addition to them being able to make tax free contributions, the employer is generating a lot of goodwill, right? So this is a retention tool. 
This is a hiring tool, frankly. And a lot of employers know that there's a lot of great talent out there um, and it's a competitive marketplace. And so they want to keep their employees happy. So they're raising the sort of quotient here, if you will, in terms of having happy, satisfied, um, you know, motivated, let's say, employees, and they're fostering a lot of goodwill. Makes sense. Um, Can these employers also add different stipulations, like you have to stay with the company for a certain time frame and other things that they might like sneak in to make it a little, you know? Uh, The short answer is yes. And they ain't sneaking it in because the, the provisions literally say that they can do that. And in general, um, what most employers will do is they will include something called a clawback provision. Um, and it basically says, uh, listen, for you to get this $5,000, you have to agree to still work for us for X amount of time. And many employers will put like a, a one year sort of time frame on it. In other words, they don't want to pay you an extra $5,250. And then in February, you quit and go to another job. <laughs> so um, it's not unreasonable. Now, I've heard lawyers on online and other tax specialists talk about this and, and say as a practical matter, like if you quit, um, they can ask you for the money back if you quit before the term that they say that you need to stay. But the lawyers and the tax people were basically saying, yeah, but as a practical matter, you know, too many employers are not going to like go suing people and doing all that. I'm not telling you which way to do it. I think you should, if you, you know, say, yep, I'm going to agree to stay for another 12 months or whatever it is that you, you know, you fulfill your end of the agreement. But I'm just telling you that, yes, they do have the right to include that kind of language in these agreements as well. Right. So just make sure you know what comes along with you accepting um, the payment from them. Okay. So does this apply for government employees? So a lot of questions came up, like I work for the government, I, you know, I'm in the military, um, I work for a nonprofit. So yes, again, uh, the short answer is yes. And I got a lot of these questions as well. And um, I did not find any limitations. Some people said, oh no, this is, if you're over 500 employees or if you're a government or a nonprofit, this is not, I didn't see anything in there that restricts it. An employer that has this kind of assistance in place um, can opt to, to expand their program and to do it. And yes, even for a nonprofit, even for state employees, for teachers, government workers, et cetera. Right. Okay. So another thing that came up was, does this apply to entrepreneurs? So what if you're your own boss? Can you find a loophole where you can like pay yourself? And then I guess, what, is that a tax write-off for the whole payment? So somebody asked me this question and I went to go try to find the answer. And honestly, the answer that I found was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, So I'm again, I'm not anybody's tax accountant or your. So I, I referred this person. I write to the IRS website and their provisions that talked about this. But in a nutshell, I believe that, yeah, it is possible for an employee who is, say, an S-Corp owner um, an S-Corp for federal tax purposes is a, a, a company that has a partner, perhaps multiple partners, a husband and wife partnership, for example, like my husband and I. Um, we have an LLC, a limited liability company, but for federal income tax purposes, our company is an S-Corporation. It means we get both a salary as employees, we pay ourselves W-2 wages, but separately we get K-1 or dividend income. So that's a quick and dirty explanation. Well, when I read this, when I reviewed this little part of the um, IRS guidelines around this, they said, who is an employee that could be eligible for this student loan assistance? 
and it said sole proprietor. So I was like, oh, okay, that's a self-employed person. And it specifically referenced a partner in a partnership. And again, uh, something like an S-corp is a partnership. But there was another little fine print that talked about 5% ownership. So like if you have more, if you own more than 5%, are you considered an employee or not? And it was a little um, unclear to me, let's say. So I think that's something that somebody should ask their accountant about. Go look at the IRS um, links that I provided on that and then make your own uh, determination or, or interpretation. In some ways, though, my answer, what I think it is, is I, I think that it would be possible. Um, but again, you can't discriminate if you have employees, you know, and if you're the highest paid person, you know, you have to make sure you obviously follow IRS guidelines. Right. So isn't that also that all employees would be open up for this? Um, so if they. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's if, the other so thing. Employer yeah. has to, an employer has to announce it and make it widely known and available to, to, to all employees. But frankly, not every employee has student loans. So, you know, but the employer actually can put some parameters. So the employer can say like, okay, it, you have to have been working here for six months or longer or one year. The employer can put its own sort of, you know, guidelines in, in place. And that's perfectly legal and acceptable uh, and within the parameters of this law for them to do. Right. Or they can say, even if you're part-time. So one of the questions was like, what if I'm part-time, but it's up to your employer to say that a part-time person can get this benefit. Correct. But there's nothing in the law itself that prohibits it. There's nothing that said no part-time employees are, are, are available or can get this benefit. It's only if your employer's language and their plan says that. Right. And then a great question came up. Well, I didn't finish my degree. This was like loans from years and years ago. Does that still count? No. So I, I, I didn't see anything in there that referenced somebody asking about grades. <laughs> like if you get bad grades or if you didn't finish the degree or anything like that. No, it didn't reference anything like that. Again, if your employer specifically says, oh, well, if you didn't finish the degree, but you work in there already. So I'm assuming that if you didn't get a degree, but they hired you. So I don't think that that would be too much of, a, of an issue. Um, but the law itself, this act, this provision within the CARES Act doesn't um, make that a prohibition at all. Right. Or some people will say, well, I'm not even using the degree that I went to school for. It's not like what I'm in, like, you know, so that does not preclude you from this, which is, which is like, I feel like promising news for like a lot of people. Um, So the last thing I'll ask you about this before we just like do a quick recap and tell everyone where they can find more about you and the resources that we're mentioning is, do you think this will be extended into 2021 because you know again this is like the end of the year that this went viral and a lot of people found out about this everyone's kind of scrambling to get it done and hopefully some people get through after they hear more of this content but then like bam it's going to be the end of the year so is there any hope for 2021 that this can happen again and it stays in place well um i'm not at all hopeful that anything in 2020 will change to to automatically extend this to 2021 and that's for political reasons. Um, and that's because until after, we won't know until after January 5th, who has control of the Senate. Um, so uh, right now, definitely don't count on an expansion or an extension of this. If you think you're eligible and if you might try to go and get this with your employer, do it before December 31st. Now, after we have the incoming Biden administration after January 20th, obviously Joe Biden has already talked about student loan forgiveness as a whole, it may be $10,000, could be more, could be less, et cetera. But I do think that we're going to see some additional relief on the student loan front when it comes to what uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will put forth. 
um, exact details to be determined. Um, but uh, I am hopeful that there will be some relief uh, in the not too distant future. Right. I mean, and I'm telling you, like this stuff works because even on my post, someone said, OK, I'm going to go try this. They came back and said, I sent the email and they said yes. And then yeah. so um, this is possible that it could work. And of course, I had some people say, well, I asked my employer and they like responded immediately. No. So <laughs> there will be some-, some people. I had some people as well. Um, I had a guy on Twitter. He told me, nah, fam. They were like, nah. And I said, you know what? I'm happy that you went and asked because they actually said, oh, maybe the, the, the email he got back said, oh, this is interesting. We can't do it right now, but maybe this is something that we should start offering to our employees. So he kind of opened the door to that conversation and probably they will start to help other people. And, you know, if, if it's not immediate, at least you're planting that seed. Right, exactly. And, you know, again, I know there's still some gray area here and you may not know and some other things that we can try to figure out um, that you're thinking through. But it just ask. It doesn't hurt to even ask, even if you're not sure, let them tell you no or at least put the seed in there. You know, they're their the organization for this to poss- be a possibility for next year. If this is um something that could help you. So Lynette, please tell everyone where they can find more about you. You gave, you give such great information. Like, I'm just like, I know who we like to go to, whose account to look to for like the legit um, information. Where can they find more about you? So they can hit my free financial advice site at askthemoneycoach.com. We're actually going to be posting as well uh, a series of FAQs about this topic because it was extremely viral and very popular. And maybe I'll tell them a little little tease, but a little something. You know, people thought people really went crazy over hearing about getting five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars worth of uh, employer provided student loan repayment assistance. Jamila, wait till they hear about getting sixty thousand dollars worth of student loan help uh, for those federal student loans. So I'll just I'll just leave that little tease right there. But I think that's going to be my next big one to to really explain that as well, because that is, and yes, it's legitimate. And no, I wouldn't be saying it if it wasn't something that was actually true and a program that people need to know about anybody who has student loans, federal student loans specifically. Oh my gosh. So you left us (laughs) on a cliffhanger. So now everyone, you need to go to say that website one more time. Askthemoneycoach.com. And you're on social, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. LinkedIn, YouTube, everything. Yes. And it's all either at The Money Coach or my full name, Lynette Kalfani Cox. Right. And I will include all that in the episode show notes. I will include the template that Lynette um, referenced. And I wish you, everyone listening, to go try this if you have student loans, federal student loans. Um, And I wish you luck. Report back. Um, yes. tag me if you try this and w- tell us what happened on you know your social media or send me an email or just I'd love to see the results of how many people we can get like help with this before the end of the year so that thank you so great. much Lynette you're welcome thank you for having me Okay, I hope you not only enjoyed that conversation with Lynette, but like you got information from it. Remember, my goal here is to put this out for you. I know it's already, you know, December. There's only a few weeks left, but you never know, guys. So I want you to approach your employer and see if you're eligible, if they will be willing to do this for you to pay up to $5,250 towards your student loan. You know, it never hurt to ask the question. Listen, people have done this and it worked and people have not and has not worked. So you, you basically you, you miss all the shots you don't take. So you might as well take the shot. 
And I'd love to know if this actually works for you. So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Journey to Launch. I mostly hang out on Instagram. So if this does work or if you, if even if it doesn't, you know, share, share your experience. You can tag me on a post or at me Journey to Launch on your stories. Also, make sure you go to the episode show notes and be sure to share this with someone who you know can benefit from this too. You can do that by basically wherever you're listening to this there's a link that you can share out to them and so that they can benefit from this information. If you want to check out the episode show notes, that's where you can get links to anything that's mentioned, find out more about our guest, and even get a transcribed version of this episode that you can read. Go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. Now, you can also still grab your free Journeyer Jumpstart Guide by texting LAUNCH to 33777 or go to com slash jumpstart. If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. Three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here. So show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.